It's time for a snack. Is butter a carb? Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Snack time on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Let's go to eat a damn snack. Ah, yes. Welcome into the snack here at 451. Just a few moments before John Holcomb joins us and also Dusty Dvorak. On a day in which the rumblings that had been happening a few weeks prior came to fruition today. It was a simple post by one Eldrick Tiger Woods. The relationship between Tiger Woods and Nike is officially over. After 27 years, he has decided to part ways with Nike. And the amount of money that Nike made off of Tiger Woods wearing their product and opening up the golf division to every... I mean, basically, if you played putt-putt back in the day when, when Tiger Woods is at the top of his game, you wanted something that had the Even Nike swoosh on it. Even if you didn't play putt-putt. Unbelievable the amount of money generated from Tiger Woods and being a sponsor for the Nike brand for 27 years. It will go down as one of the biggest business dealings in the world of sports ever, where he cashed in a half a billion dollars in payments from Nike alone, just in payments. There's no telling what the true total number in dollars actually is, but over a half a billion dollars for Tiger Woods and Nike. But I guess it didn't dawn on me until today that that partnership had already been 27 years old. Kind of like we were joking earlier about the Marcus Smart thing in, in Lubbock being 10 years old this year. My gosh, 27 years. Game changer for for Nike. Uh, even though they're their clubs kind of sucked for a while. No one wanted to use them. And Tiger even gave up on him after a while. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to TaylorMade. So Tiger said to uh, sit tight that there should be some new news coming soon on who he's going to partner with. And maybe he takes the route of everyone else today and just debuts his own brand of merch that comes out, which I'm sure will sell plenty uh, coming up here over the next couple of years or so. Could we get like a, you know, similar to the Jumpman logo? Could we get like the silhouette of Tiger's fist pump? I don't the... like Tiger's logo that he has. Do you guys? Yeah, no. Oh, the TW? No. Yeah, I don't, not at all. It kind of stinks. That's what I'm saying. Let's get like the, the outline of Tiger with the fist pump. Yeah, I know. Even though Mike, Nike might hit him with like a cease and desist. Like, all right, you can't have silhouettes of <laughs> anyone we've kind of been able to make a living off I mean, of the NBA has Jerry West right? silhouette for one individual. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so indeed. Okay. A, uh, a few things here before we get to important dates on this history. How about that lunatic that, that stripped completely naked and jumped into the tank at the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama? Did you guys see video of Holy that? Holy cow. Scott, did you see that? I didn't see the video. I saw the headline about it, but I didn't see the video. Oh, yeah, the video is priceless because... Uh, Putting it against the glass. And let's just say this, shrinkage was a happening because I showed my wife and she goes, where is it? <laughs> was her comment. <laughs> well, it can be cold and bad for us. Yeah, I know. Indeed. Indeed. You are indeed having a bad day if you decided to just strip off completely naked and go for a swim 
inside of the giant tank there at Bass Pro Shop. What's the line in Varsity Blues? Wangers on the glass at the Alana Club? <laughs> yep, and that's exactly what happened. All right, to the big storyline from over the weekend that has had an impact on travel for many people trying to make it to Houston for the national championship game. Because an Alaska Airlines flight was forced to make an emergency landing at Portland on Friday night after a large section of the aircraft blew out in midair, according to several passengers. Photos that were sent and also video that was posted to social media show a large section of the airplane's fuselage missing. So basically, this is the emergency exit door, which had a little whoopsie moment on the side of the airplane and blew out mid-flight. Now, thankfully enough, they were not at their cruising altitude. Because if it had been a cruising altitude, there might have been an even bigger disaster that happened. So basically, the flight that was headed to from Portland to Ontario, California, departed Portland at 440 and was back on the ground in Portland at around 530 that afternoon. One passenger said that a kid had to be held in his seat by his mom because the suction on the airplane was so violent that if she did not help try to hold him in along with the seatbelt, he might have been sucked out of the airplane. The suction was so violent that it ripped his shirt off. It sucked his T-shirt off that he had on, and he was shirtless sitting in his seat. Now, the sudden depressurization... Uh, obviously is a problem with everyone's oxygen masks falling down. But people's personal belongings were sucked out of the plane like iPhones. They actually found an iPhone on the ground that, that survived. That when it fell to the earth, it still worked. And they knew it was someone from the airplane because when they opened it up, the phone, it was on one of their baggage claim like on where you can check in to see where your bag's at, it was it was logged in there. So they're looking for the the owner now to try to return the cell phone. His iPhone actually survived that fall. So here's how violent the suction was. It sucked the headrests off of the seats that were that were uh, nearby, and the force on it was so violent that it actually twisted the frame underneath where some of the seats were bolted to the airline. Just so just so happens that the people that were scheduled to sit in those seats in the exit row, they missed their Portland connection. Because if they had been sitting there, they, they said they could have basically been sucked out of the airplane. Which, if you have any type of anxiety about flying, this probably doesn't help very much at all. Because, it, quite frankly, this is something I've never even thought about before every time I've got on an airplane. I always think about the ultimate demise with it crashing, but never a door blowing out. So this grounded a number of flights. Over 160 flights were grounded just this past uh, Saturday alone. And United Airlines said that they have now found loose bolts during the inspection of all, m the majority of its 737 MAX 9 fleet in the wake of the door plug getting blown out of the Alaska Airlines plane over the weekend. So, yeah, it's a good thing that they uh, went through and started checking all the bolts on this. But people have been stranded everywhere. And it really has affected travel from the Northwest with people trying to get to Houston for the national championship game. So thankfully there wasn't anyone that was, uh, you know, fatally injured in this happening to the flight. Uh, I wonder how cold it was. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I know. Oh. 
I know. Just I it I, and if it had Ding. happened just a, can l- I get a blanket please? a little bit longer into the flight, they could have been at full cruising altitude, which would have been devastating. All right, uh, Scott, I'm going to save your septic trunk or truck into the police cruiser story for tomorrow, so don't delete that one as well. Uh, but let's get to important dates in history. The first game gaming system complete with the Atari 2600 was released on this date in 1980. The uh, Intellivision video game system was released in the United States on this date in 1980. Let's see here. 1982, the breakup of Bell Systems in the United States, where AT&T agreed to split itself into 22 subdivisions on this date in 1982. The Super Bowl tournament began the NFL playoffs on this date in 1983. NFL playoffs reformatted that season because of the player strike. Only nine regular season games were played on that date in 83. Uh, Let's see here. Skipping to a few other items here because there's a ton of playoff games that happened on this date. Uh, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Bobby Orton Jr. beat Jimmy Valiant and Dory Funk Jr. for the NWA Tag Team Championships on this date in 1984, you know, because I'm a wrestling dork. Birthdays on this date. Bob Eubanks, game show host from the Newlywed Game, born on this date in 1938. Uh, Gitterus for the Doors, Bobby Krieger, born on this date in 1946. Ann Sheedon, is she the mom on ALF? Is that who that is? Was born on the state in 1949. It's got to be. (laughs) The director of Die Hard, John McTiernan, was born on the state in 1951. Uh, Singer for Loverboy, their big hit, working for the weekend, Mike Reno, born on the state in 1955. Uh, Let's see here. The actress Jenny Lewis from Troop Beverly Hills, born on the state in 1976. And the girl that played Maisie on Uncle Buck, Gabby Hoffman, born on the state in 1982. She was also the daughter in Field of Dreams. That's right, she was. Ray Mysterio Sr., born on this date, turned 66 today. Luke Williams, you might know him from Luke and Butch, <laughs> from the Bushwhackers, turned 77 today. <laughs> R. Kelly turns 57 today. I I like how it's listed here. R. Kelly is not even listed as singer anymore or hip-hop star. He's listed as criminal. <laughs> turns 57. Shane Bouchelle turns 26. Blair Walsh turns 34. Isaiah Crowell turns 31. Jason Giambi turns 53. Mike Cameron turns 51. Jeff Francoeur turns 40. And born on the state, no longer with us. Elvis Presley, born on the state, 1935. David Bowie, born on the state, 1947. And are we allowed to bring up this guy? Stephen Hawking was born on the state in 1942. And I believe that'll do it for this version of The Snack. John Holcomb comes up first, then Dusty Dvorak in this 5 o'clock hour here on the Blitz 1170 as we are streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.